Let's welcome in Chris Johnson, CEO of Johnson Research Group, and Dave Mazza, Managing Director, Head of Product at Direction. Thank you both for being with us. Dave, I'll start with you. We've seen a bit of rotation out of the tech stocks for this year. While we have seen of late, the very latest, a little more interest, but what's causing the rotation and how much do you believe in the tech play? Well, it really started actually with going back to the Pfizer announcement. Uh, many people were expecting value to begin to do better, of course, for some time. Historically, it should have based off of history. However, it wasn't until we got the impetus that actually the economy may go on this reopening path. So people moved back into the out-of-favor sectors. Many of them underperformed markedly in the worst of COVID in 2020. What's interesting here, though, as you note, is we're beginning to see this rotation stall out a bit as growth, as tech makes a bit of a comeback, particularly as the question about where are rates going to go. Everyone's forecast were rates above two, two and a half. That certainly could be the case at the end of the year. But we've certainly seen the tenure move back down pretty sharply. Maybe it's because of technicals. But either way, it's supporting the tech sector. Plus, there's some interesting fundamentals uh, that are working through as well and some positioning that I think investors may have uh, not realized, which is now supporting the tech sector again. Oh, right. And Chris, I know you've been focusing on saying that the rotation out of some of the more popular FANG names is bringing some other opportunities like old tech. Can you explain that? Yeah, sure. I mean, David just hit something on the head. You've got this rotation that's partially because of what's going on with interest rates, but also we had those FANG stocks and the more popular ones that carried us through 2020 that have just turned into crowded trades and now just lacking something. You add the fact that you've got retail and the get out there trade that's kind of coming back and it takes people's attention away from those large cap tech. What is nice though is when you look at companies like Cisco, Intel, even though it's struggling right now, and Nvidia they have one thing in common that's dividend yields. People are still out there looking for dividend yields because they think there's volatility coming down the road, even in the tech sector. So these are stocks that are, even if you do a search for dividend yielding tech stocks right now, there's higher correlation among these names, there's lower volatility, and the growth is there right now. Look at Tesla and Amazon and a few of these companies, and they're just, I, I mentioned, you know, herding cats. It's a herding cats market for most of them, half going up, half going down. Right now, I think you just look for those value plays in tech. And then I, I see what you're saying. And Dave, you've been watching 5G, right? And TENG, that ETF, that direction just launched. Tell me a little bit about these opportunities. Yeah, exactly. So one of the big proponents of the disruption that we're seeing in the tech sector is what's happening with 5G. You know, this has been talked about for years. It's now actually happening. This transformation, the digitization of the world 5G embodies all of that. And what I think is really interesting is if, again, we go back, as talked about before, the infrastructure plan that's, of course, being worked through, and there's questions about how long that might take, much of that actually is going to be funneled into, uh, into wireless and things of that nature, uh, broadband. Many of those names are benefited. So that's one of the reasons why yesterday we launched for traders our essentially 5G bull ETF, 10G, a playoff of 5G, 2X the exposure. Again, this is for traders. The daily rebalance product. But what I think is interesting here is because of the opportunity that's opened up, the question about just how far this rotation can go, are we going to see it back? It's actually a good opportunity for those folks who are comfortable with leverage ETFs to step into uh, something like 10, 10G as part of the other trades that they may be making in their portfolio. 
right. And then, uh, Chris, we're talking about dividend yields. That's something you've been watching, the rotation and calling the moves that we've seen in the NASDAQ 100, somewhat of a stock picker situation at this point. Why is that? What are you watching in the big picture macro environment, Chris? Macro picture when I'm watching rotation, it's interesting. David's looking at the 5G and how that's starting to roll, really start to hit some steam. Um, when you look at it, I like to call it new school technology, and that is a clean energy sector, which has been beaten soundly since February. These are the stocks that truly are new technology. The innovation is now catching up with the vision of these companies. When you look at First Solar, when you look at um, Plug Power, those type of companies, these are finding a long-term bottom. Second half of 2021, I think, is going to be focused on rotation into this technology group, even though oil and some of the old school energy names continue to roll. I think the market has now hit that point where there's a vacuum um, of selling when you look at the, the clean energy technology. And that is where a real opportunity for rotation lies, I think, for the second half of the year. Yeah. And, you know, Dave, I, you know, I had a conversation about oversupply and recession and that um, one of my guests today said that next year we may have some black clouds, indicating that there may be oversupply. It's just money printing, just too much liquidity, oversupply of homes. I used the free, I was, as we ha were having that discussion, I said, what about semis and chips? And people are ordering double because they're so worried, right, about the chip shortage and supply disruption. Is that a problem for tech going forward? And you look at these semi names and Dave, are you watching anything when it comes to what could happen in the next 12 months? Yeah, I, semis are my 21st century leading indicator. As semis go, historically over the last few years, so has the broader market, especially mm. looking at the NASDAQ, even the S&P 500. What I find really interesting is, so I look at flows into ETFs uh, a lot by, by nature of my, my uh, our business. What is fascinating to me is that uh, traditional ETFs have actually seen a lot of selling out of the tech sector. They've uh, investors have rotated to value, energy, taken advantage of the different trades we've seen. What's interesting, though, we have a leveraged, uh, a, a bull ETF on the semiconductor space, SOX L. Even through the volatility, people have put money to work there. The traders have. So there's a dichotomy here with positioning. And I think to your earlier guest point, semis is an area where it's going to take a long time for that to be oversupplied. We certainly are maybe already seeing um, some uh, discounting of what's happening in lumber and other parts of the market. Of course, with money printing, uh, we, that is likely going to be the case. Semis, not so much. It takes a long time uh, to build the plants that are required. There's supply chain disruptions that in that particular case, just because of the nuances of that market, are not going to be rectified in the next six months. So there is a lot of uh, potentially pricing power there. We continue to hear it, uh, whether it's uh, Elon Musk from Tesla or GM. You name it, in the auto space, we're hearing them talk about the shortages, and it's going to take a while for that to be rectified. All right. Thank you both so much, Chris and Dave. Chris Johnson, CEO, Johnson Research Group. Dave Mazza, Managing Director, Head of Product at Direction. Great conversation. Thank you.